You're listening to the Boo Boys podcast. All right. Well, my name's Dalton. I'm Daniel. And we're the Boo Boys, just the two of us this week, so tough luck. Boo Boys. We're going to go ahead and jump right into our topics today. Uh, Our main topic is just Peru. That's just what it is. All of our topics today have to do with Peru in some kind of way. And it's really just a cheap kind of topic to do because I didn't feel like going on a deep dive on like actual other topics. My fatherland. (laughs) And so this one just seemed easy because I could kind of pawn some of the airtime on Daniel. This is an exclusive interview. It really is. This is just an episode for everyone to really get to know Daniel. And we have all the time he needs to do that. All the stories that are totally just not even about me. So do you (laughs) want to tell your stories first? Or do you want me to tell you what I know or the things I found out about Peru first? How many? I mean, just glance at this paper. Just at a glance. You can see I've got some interesting things here. Oh, (laughs) God. All right. um, How about, how about, let's do half and half. Like let's let's go let's go like halfway through the stuff you got. Then I insert my stories and you know just keep people in suspense. It's gonna be juicy and then finish it off. I mean we can try, but will your story make it or is no. it gonna get confusing from May- like the pausing? What do you mean? Well, it's like it's just one story, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, one story. So you don't want to say like, one time I woke up. <laughs> oh, and here's this one fact, totally not <laughs> related to that. <laughs> And then after I woke up, I jumped out of bed. Oh, you mean how good am I of a storyteller? Are you going to be no, able to continue no. with the story if I interject with other things that have nothing to do with your story? Yeah, yeah, can I can. Can you tie it back I can over try. to your story? Oh, yeah, I can try. I can try. I can't guarantee anything, but I can try. I mean, I can probably relate like half the information I got to your story. Okay. I can find a roundabout way to get into it. Okay. But... I think for the other uh, information I have, that'll have to be on its own thing. So if you want to start telling your story and I can jump in with some of these things, for sure. Sounds good. I think huge. we can figure that out. All right. Let's do it then. My story told to me from my grandmother, it's basically when she was little, uh, she, well, in Peru, just to give a little bit of context, right? You know, just a colony from Spain, got independence in the last hundred years or so, um, or 150 years or so, you know, there was a lot of native people, just like, uh, just like in, you know, North America, right? And those people generally tend to live in the mountains, and mm-hmm. and in the in, in Peru, and specifically Lima as the capital, and those were all like the descendants of, you know, the colonizers, I guess is a, the best way to put them, I guess. Yeah, that's where they live, and that's where basically half my family from one side of my parents, and then the other side of my parents, uh, come mostly from, uh, the native people there. And so my grandmother, she lived in the the villages when she was very young. Her village, I believe she was telling me, basically they had like this one power generator for the entire village that would only work from, I think, like 8 a.m. to like 6 p.m. And that's it. And at that point, uh, it would just turn off and basically everyone would be, just go to sleep. You know, maybe they make a fire, you know, obviously cook you know, dinner and stuff like that. But then after that, just go to sleep and just be pitch black darkness because Given that Peru is a third world country, even in the capital, obviously, you know, going to the surrounding urban, uh, no, sorry, the rural and the, and, the, and the farming communities, which is where my grandmother grew up in, uh, you know, there was barely anything. They, they had like one radio, stuff like that, uh, for like the entire town and everything. But anyways, basically, they would have to shut it all off at six. And then, you know, they, because of that, they developed a lot of superstition and beliefs and feeling a lot of energy. And, and also the people lived in the mountains for so long, also based in like the 
the ancient beliefs and the, like the Quechua people and so everything. Did they believe in Apu or Apu, the uh, god uh, of the mountains? Oh yeah, I, I yeah I would assume so. Yes, I I can't I don't remember exact names. I she didn't she didn't really get that specific. Like she didn't really practice it, I guess. So she went to the capital city. Do you know if she can, she practiced any of the other gods outside of Catholicism? Like they had a god for thunder and lightning. They had a god oh, for twilight and dawn. They were, they had a god that was like specifically just for lakes. Oh wow! I, I would assume it probably like the they're probably more like uh, at that time more like spirits that they you know kind of believed in because they certainly uh, at least even now in Peru there are still like shamans right and uh, and people that are kind of more in tune supposedly with like the spiritual side and can heal you through like you know passing like this ritual called passing of the egg and stuff like that and so I assume all that's kind of correlated with those other gods which I guess in Catholicism would be viewed as pagan gods right so um well, like they have a god called Akiko or no yeah I think that's probably how you say that yeah um, Akiko, he's yeah. the god of health and wealth and essentially all things good and what he would actually have done is people would make little dolls of his likeness and then make miniature versions of the things that they wanted and through prayer and stuff like that to him they could potentially get those items okay or good health or whatever needed at that time as well as um it's like (laughs) ilampa ilampa yeah 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 ilampa he's the god of thunder and lightning and weather all together and he's actually said to keep the Milky Way in a jar, and he uses that to make rain. Yeah, I have actually heard of this one. Yes, so um, yeah, I assume I assume the other one, the Ekeko. E- 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 uh, I think you said it better than e- me. Ekeko, e- yeah, something like that. Um, but anyways, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, those are those are those are figures that they still they still recognize. Like I said, um, when I at least when I went there, you know, seeing the ruins and the people that still live there, it's really like they mix Catholicism with their um their pagan uh, beliefs or, you know, the, the, the Incan religion and all that stuff. And so um, I do remember, uh, you know, seeing kind of like, uh, you know, talisman and like like symbols and things people would wear. So mm-hmm. I would assume, you know, all of that is basically intertwined basically with the culture now. I guess it's more of a cultural uh, like beliefs at this point as opposed to more of a, you know, they believe that those like Ila... Did you say it? You said it in a... Ilampa? Ilampa, uh, such as Ilampa, is probably more like a cultural... Not not that they actually believe that they're there. There's like, no um, M in that word, just so you guys know. Ilampa. Ilampa, yeah, I guess There's you're no right. There's no M. Ilampa. 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 probably. I have no idea. Ilampa. Did they I think make the double L-O-Y in Peru? Oh, it's, um, it's, an, it's, a, it's like... It's like Ea... Aya has a double L, a double L, E L L A Aya, and so it's so I L L A P A Iapa. Iapa, yeah, that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, he sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, the Milky Way. Yeah. So, so your your grandmother lived kind of in the 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 farm area and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming that at this time, so they had radios and stuff. So I mean, it wasn't that long ago or anything like yeah, that yeah, definitely. uh do you think that they believed in a lot of the gods or were there just like a select few that they were kind of like these ones make sense and we're going to ignore the other ones because they have one um goddess yeah. who um let's just say she basically was just a goddess because she was virgin at the time uh-huh 
and she ate a piece of fruit that actually ended up being the sperm of another god and got oh. pregnant that way. And okay. she didn't know who the father was. So after she had the baby, she like went over to all the other gods and was like, whose kid is this? And nobody wanted to raise their hand. So she like just put the baby on the ground oh. and the baby crawled to the father who oh. ended up being a god called, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pronounce that, Conoraya. Conoria, <laughs> Conoria, um, no. He was no. a, a low-level no. moon deity, Con- not Con- even actually a god. Coniraya, Coniraya. And yeah. she was so ashamed that that's who the ba- the baby belonged to that she and the baby went down to the coast and she turned themselves into rocks. Oh, wow! Like she was so mad that this guy sucked so hard. She's like, we're gonna be rocks forever. <laughs> Damn that! I mean, that's uh, that's the ultimate form of like, you know, just uh. I guess the silent treatment, right? Because uh, you can't talk to the rock. So I just have to assume that your grandmother wasn't believing in stuff like that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think I think those are you know tales, legends, and and more intertwined with like the history of uh, of the people. Because because uh, you know when I went there, um, it really it really seemed like everyone knew of the Incan religion and they knew of you know like the gods and everything. Um, but most there people are so Catholicism. many. I know. Yeah. There's a lot of gods. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, it makes sense. Uh, so did your grandmother experience some weird stuff out in the jungle? Yeah, so they definitely were more superstitious, uh, uh, you know, because uh, there's obviously a lot of noises, especially she, since she was in the outskirts or I think a little bit in the Amazon jungle. And, you know, the Amazon jungle is just filled with animals. And so you obviously can hear tons of sounds at night. Um, but so basically uh, her daily routines, um, as they were a farming village, were to go out to the fields uh, you know, farm, you know, tend to the crops, blah, 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 um, and make it back before uh, sundown, you know, otherwise they would have to go and go into the mountains where there would be caves because the, you know, even more ancient people like the, the Incan Empire when it was around, they would frequently live in the mountains and they would carve out homes and everything like that. And obviously, that's, you know, when they made Machu Picchu, you know, the city on top of the mountains, you know, all that stuff. Um but so those caves were all left over from that era and also just natural caves in the Amazon as well. You know, there's a ton of unexplored, um, you know, um, land of the Amazon. But anyways, one of the biggest tales that she, uh, or one of the biggest, I guess, superstitions that her town had uh, was that they really didn't want to get trapped in the caves because they believed that there was basically they call him the El Abuelo. Uh, he was a spirit who was trapped in the mountains and he also uh was he also uh, that's why i called this grandfather i knew it had something uh, to do with i remembered it i because i i titled this one daniel's grandfather because like i remember there being something to do with like a, a grandparent yeah, yeah. and a grandfather yeah, and i was abuelo. like something about his grandfather yeah 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 there we go abuelo <laughs> yeah, yeah all right all right we it's can not go. it's not my grandfather <laughs> <laughs> at least i hope not i don't think so no well, maybe your grandma got freaky in the dark <laughs> oh boy no but anyways yeah okay so anyways uh, yeah so they had this superstition of a legend um uh, called the abuelo and it was basically like an old mean spirit that would live in the mountains and they wouldn't it would never like uh, I guess he would never like anyone invading his home and he would, you know, reside there. And basically the story went, or I guess the cautionary tale went, uh, that if you were had to go into the caves for whatever reason, only go in there with your eyes closed, never open them. Because if you do, uh, El Abuelo will get you 
and you know you can possibly die basically um and so you know as, as luck would have it right eventually one of these days and all like her in her childhood she you know they were too late and coming back from the field you know they, they were uh, too, too involved in the work and so then they had to go resort to the mountain caves and so you know everyone went in there eyes closed pitch black darkness to start, try to stay the night you know um and bundle up and you know all, all together and everything making sure to keep their eyes closed but unfortunately my grandmother you know not heeding the story opened her eyes and she says that she didn't initially see anything but as soon as she did she felt a kind of a burning sensation across her neck uh it was extremely extremely cold and it felt like someone was kind of grabbing her neck very very tightly and basically strangulating her trying to strangulate her and she started screaming and there were also reports of like uh well she said that she heard howling kind of like a uh, think of like an old man like howling and like uh, like a very harrowing scream uh, in the in the caves and this also scared everyone all you know her whole family and and all the other workers that were with them the you know the rest of the village uh, or less rest of the village workers and they all rushed out carrying her and they just had to you know kind of trek it through uh, the rain and make it back to the village and thankfully they did but unfortunately my grandmother came down terrible sickness and uh, you know her her own parents thought she was gonna die and so they brought her to another village uh, I think she, she said yeah I was like two villages away they knew of a medicine man a shaman and um, basically they asked him if they could possibly cure their daughter she was five years old at the time and so medicine man said yes i'll try his hardest and so he called the other members of his i don't know his his guild or i don't know whatever you want to call it, his council and basically they performed a ritual where they would all gather around my grandmother um and she was put on like this stone table and they all chewed up seaweed while chanting in the ancient quechua language and eventually after chewing up the seaweed enough and mixing the other chemicals in they would basically spit it out into their hands and then mold a cast around my grandmother and they would keep doing this all throughout the night and eventually my mother um, my grandmother was in encased in the seaweed kind of spit cast this sounds kind of nasty but that uh, does sound gross. <laughs> yeah and she was encased in the seaweed spit cast and then she would remain there for um, the, the entire day, and then when she would wake up after her slumber, uh, she apparently was completely better, and she didn't. She died. She mm. didn't die. Yeah. She, Did she sleep the whole time she's in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, during the ritual, she said she had a lot of trouble uh, trying to go to sleep, uh, obviously because you know people were, like chanting and mm -hmm. like spitting on you, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't blame her. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but then after they were done. She slept. Apparently, it was very, very warm and everything. I don't think you could make it through that ritual. You'd like have to get up five times, go to the bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. The squirrel bladder. They couldn't encase you <laughs> in the seaweed. Well, see, I mean, here's here's a skeptic in me because I think what happened is she got hypothermia probably, and they they wrapped her in this seaweed that was hardened, right? And it was basically like a sweating, like like a like. Cocoon, mm -hmm. and and you know that heated up her body and probably right. cured. Like her. they could have just put a blanket on her and she'd have been fine. Maybe, yeah. 
There's also a roaring fire, apparently. I forgot to mention that detail. There was they did this in like in in the in the light of a fireplace. Right. So yeah. Ew. To heat up the the seaweed, yeah. So it was really humid and like moist. It and must it was, like, spe- It's it must have smelled like just saliva. I don't know. Moist. Gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now and so yeah, that was that was the story of the abuela. And though I mean, the only unexplained parts of the story are you know the her, you know obviously it's hearsay, but her saying and the rest of you know her family and all the other workers saying that they heard. You know the howling, like screech of the el abuelo in the caves, and it sounded both. They said uh, both far away and like as if he was literally in your ear. Hmm. So it was, a, it was kind of a weird, um, like an echo. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, uh, like, you know, like a if lot someone of reverb screamed by your ear, and then you'd also hear it, like you know, far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, echo reverb. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense because they were in a cave. Exactly, very acoustic. Yeah. <laughs> But where did it come from, you know? It's true. Um, and so, uh, and then, you know, thankfully she said she never got caught uh, in the, you know, they never got caught in the fields ever again after that. They were a lot more careful to come back a little bit earlier. Uh, but yeah, that was the story mm-hmm. of El Abuelo in the mountains of Peru. I wonder if your grandmother believed in the, and I'm probably going to butcher this, but it's either Tunchi or Tunchi? Tunchi. Yeah. Tunchi. Um, it's basically this like legend that lives in the Amazon. Uh, and it says that when walking in the jungle, if like at night, basically like if the sun goes down and you're still in the jungle and you start to hear a whistling and it's, it's kind of like a, a three part little like whistle, like dun, 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 kind of thing. I mean, not exactly like that, obviously, dun, dun, but dun. <laughs> like according yeah, to yeah. The, the, the written word of what people have said, yeah. it's just three kind of toots. <laughs> for the whistle um then you need to try to either find other people to be with as soon as possible or try to get out of the jungle as soon as possible because that means that he is around Uh um they believe that he is either a demon or an evil spirit that walks the forest at night um pretty much he did something bad when he was alive and so now he has to continuously walk this path of the jungle and like as he's walking the same path that he li- he walked when he was alive he will seek out people that are like damaging nature disrespecting animals being just like shitheads in the jungle yeah. basically and if he catches you then you're said to like not return um they also think that the whistling that he does is actually an attempt to like find people because mm. sometimes when you hear someone whistle you'll whistle back or like if someone did like the Marco, you pull up. Yeah, yeah. So well, I mean, <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> so, in the forest, if I just heard like a random whistle, Marco. I'm not gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, you'd be screwed. Yeah. Um. So they think that he whistles in attempts to get people to whistle back at him, and then pin he can pinpoint your location and find you immediately. Yeah. Some people think that he is a shapeshifter, and he can like turn into what looks like other humans mm, to kind of attract other people. Um, but he's not able to change what his feet look like. And apparently, <laughs> apparently he has goat feet. So if you're not paying attention, uh, like if you don't look down to check out his shoes, like you might not notice that he's not actually a human. And he's, and he's trying to deceive you. He has like size 20 shoes. You're right. like, hmm. Um, he says that he, it says that he collects the souls of the people that die in the forest. So even if it's yeah. not at his hand, he'll like collect the soul. Oh, that sucks. What the heck? Yeah. Now, it was really annoying trying to find information on him because apparently somebody, 
has created a Steam game for their computer called the same fucking thing. <laughs> Instead of coming up with an like an actual title and something interesting, they just called it Tunchi or Tunchi or Tunche or whatever you want to call it. Don't and that was really annoying. Tunche. But yeah, I mean, it's like, um, it's like, it's, it's like the Peruvian slender, man. It sounds like, kind of, yeah. yeah. Like, and then the, the like photos of him, not photos, but like the depictions of him are just like creepy little spirity guys. I like how it's little. <laughs> it's like the, the average I mean, height in Peru is a lot lower than here. I mean, that's not where I was going with it, but at the same time. Wow. Uh, I would definitely see it being like a little hunched over, like creepy guy. Because I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I feel like anytime you. something comes out of the jungle, it's usually like this really poor postured, like hunch of a guy. Welcome to the jungle. You know, he's got like really pointy elbows and like his knees are a little too far bent. Like this, this is this really? It's like a specific view of like where are you getting this from? <laughs> like, are you getting this little <laughs> goblin creature? Like, like a brown go- golem. <laughs> They're <laughs> like when I go, when I think of the jungle, I think of these like <laughs> these like little men, a little hunched over. They're like, "I'll get you." <laughs> I mean, right? No. This guy's got hooves. When I think of a jungle creature, I think of like ah, I mean, actually, well, what okay, do I think creature, of? Creature, I think animals, but well, like okay, if I'm thinking some creepy thing is yeah, coming yeah. after me, it's gonna be this weird gangly, bent arm, bent knees, like hunched <laughs> okay, over, well, bad I, posture, been eating off the ground for a long time, like thing. Oh, so Gollum. Yeah, but in Peru, so he's like obviously a tan. He's like he speaks and he speaks Spanish. Yeah. Or Don't Quechua. say. Donce. Donce. That's, that's all word. he says. He's like a Pokemon. He just says his own name. Donce. <laughs> like, Donce. What's the ability to scare me? Be creepy. But yeah, I mean, it's, um, it sounds, it's, it, yeah. <laughs> I, I like how, I like how, though, that you, you picture, you know, like it whistles at you, right? It tries to lure you in. But somehow, <laughs> It's also this creepy little like gremlin, like goblin. What you think goblins can't whistle? Yeah, I I guess so. They still have tongues and lips. That's all you need to whistle. Uh, that's debatable. Have you seen some goblins? They're nasty, nasty looking. No, they still have tongues. That's how they crave flesh. <laughs> wait, wait, what? How does that correlate? Isn't teeth supposed to? Because they have to. Your teeth uh, rip don't it crave off. flavor. When you really want something, it's yeah. the taste that you want. Yeah. So you need true. your tongue for that. That's your true. teeth don't taste. That's true, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe, what if they had their taste buds in their stomach? In their stomach. Well, would stomach their stomachs all. be filled with acid at that point then? Because yeah. I feel like if your taste buds were in there, then you would just be tasting acid uh, all the time. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. But, um, you know, to be honest, if, if I was walking in the Amazon jungle and, you know, carving my way out, like a machete, mm-hmm. and I heard a whistle. I'd whistle back. Why wouldn't you? Because then you would get targeted. Nah, but then, like, you know, you make a friend. You, like, start whistling. What if you like to whistle? He comes up it? to, like, kill you, and you're like, oh, hey, man, what's yeah, up? Yeah, and you're like, <whistles> you're like, dude, you should borrow my back brace. Yeah. Wait, what? Because <laughs> it's hunched over. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why do I have a back brace? No, that's my question. I don't know. Maybe I you carry ba- one. Now you'll carry oh, one yeah. for emergencies. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the forest and in the jungle, it's always the creepy little hunched over things. They're never, like, tall. Like, Slenderman, 
doesn't have good posture. It's Anytime true. you see pictures of him, his shoulders are hunched over. Like, like, he's in pain. That's yeah. why he's stealing people. We just got to get him a back brace. So, you know what? Tunche, Tunche, Tenche, whatever his name is, he just needs a back brace. You know brace. what it is. <laughs> Donces. <laughs> Donces. No, but, like, that should be the name of the episode. Donces. And like completely That's not off. even a word. I know. It's like dunces, but you, oh, instead of you. Does it mean anything? Don't no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like <laughs> No, no, but like Dawn says in like exclamation point is like find out. What, what it does means. that rhyme with? It rhymes with something that means something. Don't says Tonces. Don't says and Tonces. Once. Once Once. No. Once. I mean, I guess so Donce, yeah. Wow, you're you're already Depends rhyming say. in Spanish. Catorce. <laughs> Cantorsen. Wait. Cat- That's wrong. Yeah. Sounds I, I was going to say something. It was going to be really funny. It was? Yeah. I'm, I laughed at it a little bit ago. <laughs> That's what happened. You laughed at your own joke and your brain said, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's too funny to, to be shared with the world. Well, let me tell you another thing and then you can see if you can remember your funny thing. It's not that funny. In Lima, there is said to be uh, this thing called Devil's Stone, which was another really annoying topic to try and find information <laughs> on. Because guess what? It's I mean, an yeah. RPG game. I mean, that does sound like an RPG. It Devil's was Stone. really yeah. annoying because it was just like six pages of the guide and the walkthrough and like how to beat level seven and blah, 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 blah. What if they were legit? What if there was like a, so, like a catacomb level seven you need to get through? It had nothing to do with even what I was looking for. It wasn't even set in Peru, okay? So, <laughs> no, um, you could have so, looked for La Pierda del, del Diablo. It's called the Devil Stone. Right. It's got like eight other names, but I don't speak enough Spanish to be able to pronounce all the names, so I didn't even bother writing them down because I didn't want Daniel to show me up here. So, um, yeah, I wanted to rant about it being a game, so I wrote it down. <laughs> um, it is located in Lima. Peru, and it is just a three-foot-tall dark red stone that's said to be related to an important document that describes how the devil attempted to escape. What? And when he attempted to escape, his only way out was to go through a rock, and then he supposedly was entrapped in the said rock. Oh, he tra- he was trapped in the rock? Yeah, and that's, Damn. that's why they say it's red. What a loser. Right? <laughs> he tries to get out. He gets stuck by a rock. Maybe it's the same rock the, the other gods that they, they turn into. <laughs> that's the daddy rock. Yeah, that's the daddy. <laughs> he, uh, he ate a sperm and the oh devil no. got pregnant. And now he has to take care of the kid. Um, No, see, he's the stepdad because she turned her and the kid into rocks. And then she found the daddy stone. Oh, the devil daddy stone. Oh. And now he's the stepdad. Are you implying that the de- the devil has daddy issues? Yes, we've already spoken about this in a oh, previous yeah, episode. Yeah, you're right. He's yes. got such bad daddy issues that he's got a foot fetish. It's true. You're right. That is a hundred percent. You've heard it here from her first, folks. Yep. But and you can listen to that episode, Devil Questions, on the same platform that you're currently <laughs> listening to it to us on. You can listen to it on iTunes. If you're if this is the first episode you're listening and you're still listening to, a hundred percent go listen to Devil Questions. It's probably one of our funniest episodes, and it'll prep you for the rest of the episodes. I'm the devil. It's true. But, but well, okay, where is the stone? Lima. Yeah, and yeah, it's I mean, actually like, like a tourist site, too. Like really? You can, you can like, pay money to get walked to stone. it. stone. Yeah. I mean, I went to a ton of ruins. It's I, not a ruin. It's just, oh, like, a stone in the middle of, like, anywhere. <laughs> just like, all right. 
It's not in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's somewhere specific. Like, it's the Devil's Stone. It's like in the middle of an intersection. (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't see it. It's It's that big light that's got, like, six turns. (laughs) This is is the stone the devil got stuck in. (laughs) Um, I mean, I, I would like to go there and touch it. What if, like, oh, what if you go and touch it and, like, get pregnant? (laughs) <laughs> just touch it with the tip and now you're pregnant just the tip <gasps> quick you hear a whistle what's your response Shia LaBeouf you hear a grip into the woods All do right. you know about the mule woman no so back when Spanish missionaries were still spreading their diseases and their shitty thought processes across <laughs> everything yeah uh they decided to spread this legend or rumor or as they were going. And while roaming through the jungle, they had this supposed uh, story kind of going about. Mm-hmm. She is said to be half woman, half mule, and she only appears on the days of a full moon. And she just really in a loud and annoyingly bra- braze, braze everywhere. Sorry. sorry, what? Like a, like a donkey noise? Oh, braze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Supposedly, she was transformed into this donkey thing for either one of two reasons. Uh-huh. One, she had a relationship with a priest, which is a big no-no for the Spanish you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, missionaries, the considering their sacred yeah, yeah. whatever, whatever bullshit reasons yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Or celibate. it was because she was in a relationship with one of her relatives, and oh. God was mad about that and turned nice. her into a half donkey half lady god don't like that incest yeah so now she has to spend her days down in mexico to make money <laughs> wait 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 what, what? how did she get up there she just walked there yeah, like brain through there. the she even got to the to the to the that part in like the panama the end of panama where it's like 20 20 mile stretch was like swamp land yep do you know about that part nope yeah, there. i don't know about but that i don't either. know if you got my donkey joke so no, I don't think so. In Mexico, they have donkey shows. Oh, no. Yeah, that went over what, me. You know what that is? No. Are you just raising your <laughs> eyebrows at me? You're like, come on. <laughs> donkey show is a, is a show yeah. where you can pay like five bucks and you go into a dark room and you can watch a donkey fuck a lady. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> so now what? The, wait, what? <laughs> How do you know about this? Because that's like a... You paid for this? Yeah. Oh, no. I have totally left the country with my non-passport having. (laughs) Um, No, it's like like an urban legend thing that everybody always jokes and talks about. But it's like you can go and see the shows where ladies pop ping pong balls out of their whatever, whatever. (laughs) Oh, I could see that. Well, I don't don't know about that one. And then you can watch a lady get fucked by a donkey. Oh, my goodness. That's a a weird fetish. It's like. That's animal war, right? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. But it's like you have to go to Mexico to see it because Mexico doesn't care. What the fuck? I, th- I feel like I feel like <laughs> they care a little bit. <laughs> they don't care. They're just like, ah, whatever. Let the let the donkeys fuck everyone. You know, let me fuck a donkey. Whatever. <laughs> so that's why my my uh, joke out. of her having Cut to cut that audio out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does she wait? Going to Mexico. Yeah. Wait, was she a female donkey though? Because. I would assume so. Yeah. But so then, I guess people would just pay oh, to bang her. I guess. I wonder how scissoring would work. Okay, so also that legend doesn't say which half of her is the donkey. Oh, shit. That's so true. like, are we talking like a minotaur kind of situation? Or is this more like a reverse like mermaid where she's got a donkey head and like <laughs> like a lady bottom half? Or does she have like a donkey head and a lady body? 
Or does she have like a lady body or no, like a donkey body and a lady head and like some weird tits because that's just how weird people are back then. (laughs) No, that's apparently how weird God was. He was like, this is your punishment. He's like, I got to flip them. Like you ever see like Dante's Inferno when they draw like the little demon-y guy thingies and they all look all weird, but like one of them's got tits and you're like, why does that one have tits? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, one of them has like a rooster head. Yeah. Would you would you rather have like a donkey head and like a your own body. body, a lady body, or a lady head, <laughs> or a donkey body? <laughs> Do I have a donkey neck or a lady? Oh, neck? Mm. <laughs> I think the head goes with the neck. So it's like a really short neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the on the donkey. Body. That looks so weird. I picture yeah. It's so like odd. a little kid's like drawing of a horse, but it's like <laughs> the body of a horse with a little tiny like circle head. Uh, Which one? I would probably want the lady body. Do I get to keep my brain or is it a donkey brain? You get to keep your brain, but you have a donkey face. I feel like I could work it. Yeah? Yeah. Be like Bojack Horse- Horseman. With like a donkey face. Yeah. A big tongue. Yeah. Damn, That's, dude. Mm, big teeth. Big teeth. <laughs> You could like you could choose so you could like, eat a you could eat like a whole like like raw chicken. Like, How would I reach my head, oh, yeah. my mouth though? Because like my arms short. Well, I mean, like that, I feel like I, I know, but your arms your arms I'd long have... enough. Your arms long enough. I know. Do like to brush your teeth? Let's well, do anything. Because like <laughs> I mean, they <laughs> don't eat. have their neck. Okay, a donkey doesn't have as long of a neck as like a horse. Oh, but that's it's true. Got a long Wait, neck. That's true. I so if we're talking about, about necks here. It's got the same neck as Damn. like a donkey, then it's a long neck, and so my arm would hardly reach like the half of the face. So I wouldn't be able. To, and then they have like the long snout thingy, and so like even if I turned, my, I wouldn't be able to reach the mouth. It's true. I'd have to like have other people feed me. You'd have one powerful neck though. I would need to get really rich and famous really fast, and like pay well, people sure to would. do things for me. Yeah, yeah I'd be like a model. Yeah, you could just on a talk show host. Yeah, yeah, talk shows in there. Now, I think, I think also another thing. I um, mean, all the shampoo commercials. <laughs> do you want to have a donkey's head of hair? Well, try L'Oreal um, bath bomb. But I think I think what you could do is you could just like serve yourself like a tray of food, and then like yuck, like eat it like like a little chicken. Chicken. Yeah. I don't know if I want that. That sounds kind of gross. You're the mule lady. <laughs> but I, I, okay, where'd you, oh mule woman? Where'd you find this one? <laughs> it's like <laughs> I haven't heard of this one at all. That's that's just one of the legends all on right. one of the top ten legends of Peru. Damn. All right. Yeah. Come up with better legends. <laughs> See, this is why I was like, I could probably get some of these into your yeah. story of yeah, your yeah. thing, like I did with the gods yeah, and stuff. But there was, was no good. way I was going to be able to get the mule woman in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I've never, I've never heard about that from any of my, any of my, any of my family. Next time you woman. go out there, you'll have to ask your grandmother about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you have any other weird urban legends or anything you know about Peru? Uh, no, this is coming to mind right now. Uh, fortunately, um, I mean, I don't know. Like you know, there's lost superstition. There were like, um, there was like, uh, so my like my 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 dad, um, when he was little, you know, he they he moved around a lot because his father uh, was a, a navy commander, and so one of the houses they stayed at in Peru still. 
Uh, it was like a it was like a mansion of like some some like old old Your people that like died. Dad's dad was a navy commander. Yeah, uh, basically the one of the, the, the mansion. Yeah, they were staying at. Uh, I think my dad. I forget. I forget the exact details of a lot of the stories told, but uh, I remember uh, clearly one of them though. Um, basically, this mansion had a, like a lot of noises. He was really scared of being there. They stayed there for like a few months. The reason they moved out was because. Um, you know, my dad, he would, and his little brother at the time, um, obviously his little brother now, but anyways, they were young at the time, you know, they were telling, you know, my grandfather, they were hearing noises. He didn't really believe them, blah, blah, but just to be safe, he had one of his, I think his cadets or whatever, um, stay overnight in like the kitchen area, like the living room of the house, because it was two stories and, um, with like a, you know, uh, and, uh, I guess an assault rifle. I don't, I don't really know. What else is called? But anyways, um, in the middle of the night, suddenly started hearing shooting, and you know, uh, grandfather w- rushed downstairs uh, with his own gun. And then when he found out that the cadets just started shooting into the walls, like seemingly at nothing, he got really like mad at him. He like threatened to have him like you know um, put into like military prison and stuff like that. But the cadets swear that he saw like someone kind of like roaming and trying to break into the house. He started like shooting at them. And um, and they got scared because they wouldn't they wouldn't stop like the bullets would do nothing and they would like start charging at him so and so like he was so freaked out and then at that point since um you know my grandfather also had trust in this cadet he was like oh, you know better move out of this place because they're it's probably and and stuff like that you know was not that uncommon you know so I don't know a lot we're of gonna need the address to that mansion so we <laughs> yeah can go so we visit. could go see the bullet holes yeah, I'm sure Heck yeah. But, yeah well we can go visit the ghost yeah see how it's doing. Do you remember my dad? Just like the ghost, like nah. Your house was haunted too, like just your house in general. Yeah, well, probably a little bit. Your brother's room yeah, was like yeah. haunted. It's really cold in there, but I mean, I think it's two factors: one, demons; two, brick wall. So. <laughs> yeah, but his room never got hot either. Yeah, that's true. It's like in the summer, like normally a brick wall will get hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very odd. Yeah. Yeah, no, we've had a lot of little experiences here and there. Like, I think a few months ago, I was coming out of, like, the bathroom. So, use the bathroom that's connected to that room. And um, I was just, like, you know, walking from there to the other parts of the house. And, I, you know, I closed the door behind me, as I always do. But I heard, like, um, kind of, can I do this sound? You know, walking out of the room, I closed the door behind me. Uh, not too hard, obviously, but enough to make it shut. However, I heard this noise. Uh, like... As if, you know, someone put their hand on the doorknob. And, you know, I thought, since me and my little brother were hanging out at the time, you know, he followed me to that room, you know, like he's hiding behind that door, right? He's trying to scare me. And Doesn't that mean you would have seen him while you were in there? Yeah, but, uh, but uh, so the room is always kept dark. Uh, I just I just turned on the light in the bathroom and I just turned off the light. Gotcha. Went, yeah. But anyways, um, I thought, you know, he was just like stopped it because I looked back and sure enough, the door even though I, I know I've done this like hundreds of times and I would always hear it eventually like hit, you know, the, the actual door frame, you know, where it would be like a jar. Um, I, I saw it stopped halfway and I was like, oh, uh, you know, I put enough force there. It's like, oh, I'm a little brother. And so as I went into the room back, um, suddenly I hear my little brother call, you know, kind of like in the movie, you know, <laughs> like you hear like, oh, you hear the, they're from the other part of the house. He called me from his room. He was like, are you coming back yet? And I was like, oh, shit. That's not my little brother. And my older brother's in another state. And my parents are out shopping. What could it be? <laughs> Did you zoom out of there? Yeah. No, no, no. I, 
I just went in there. I've already I'm aware that room has kind of weird stuff happening to it. So I just I just looked behind it. You know, obviously saw no one. I looked in the room. I was like, cool. And then I and then I closed the door. And that's what, and that's what I said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I left. But you know, um, that was just like one of the experiences. We always had a lot of like, like we always have like weird dreams in that room and everything and stuff, other stuff like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. That room is kind of weird. I would say. So there's also noises we hear sometimes in that room, like scratching, scratching in like the the closet and stuff. We thought it was mice, but you know, look, there's no mice. Mm. We killed them all like ten years ago. So ghost mice. Ghost. Yeah, the mice are still there. <laughs> They're just it's in their another ultimate dimension. revenge. <laughs> Damn, that's scratching sucks. for life. I've also heard, yeah, throughout throughout growing up, I always heard scratching in my own closet. Um, I occasionally hear it, but I I don't know. I can never find out the source of it. I just got used to it. I'm like, uh, I have no other information about Peru at this time. I, I, I can't, yeah. I don't have anything right now either. It is, there's, I mean, there's, there's just shamans and everything. I didn't really explore too much, you know, because obviously, um, my grandparents being a little bit more superstitious, you know, they did warn me about all that stuff, so didn't really delve too much into it, but, um, they get a lot of aliens stories. out there. It's true aliens, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's completely different from here, because, like, on their, on like their their like national news, they like do actually run stories, kind of yeah. like the tablets here, like of like alien spacecraft they see, like this big one. That's but it happens so often that they're like lights are seen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like nobody else in the world is like, holy shit, just like ignoring it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's this big one of like this satellite that's like uh that's like a basically gone sentient and it's like roaming the lower earth orbit or something like that and taking over other satellites and they like every so often they update like we just spotted again it's like it's still there they're not doing anything about it and then they have like pictures of like this black like blotch in the sky or something like that and they're like there it is and then and then it just goes i forget it's like i think that it translates to the, the dark horse is what it's called oh my gosh. but um i forget what it is in spanish but yeah it's that one's pretty interesting hmm. And it's just running on the news. And so, you know, I hear about it, right, because grandparents relay the information. Like, do you guys hear about this? <laughs> like, no. Well, like, <laughs> no. you know, the U.S. is like, is there alien life? And then Peru's like, uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, like that one guy that you said that you were thinking about, like, applying to. What is his name? A really rich guy was, like, pouring money into alien research. And he's like, yeah, no, I know that there are aliens on Earth. Oh, someone brought up that he was pouring money into alien research, and I was like, I want to apply to his company. Well, I forget I who you, it was. I sent you the link of him saying that there were aliens on yeah. Earth, and yeah, you were yeah, like, yeah. I thought about applying to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to his company. I forget what company it was, though. What, what was the guy's phone? I don't remember. I remember exactly you're talking about that. Billionaire Robert Bigelow, owner of Bigelow Airspace, during the astonishing yeah. 60 Minutes interview in 2017 talked about how he believes that there is alien life currently on planet earth yeah i mean and he's perhaps. trying to exploit the wondrous supposed properties of element 115 oh interesting i didn't huh. yeah i mean i i assume the um that's true i mean two tangents there the the i think the most the most definitive proof of aliens is possibly that asteroid or muamua and then, um, and then, yeah, the elements are always interesting. There still are elements we can discover. I mean, technically, I guess we could do an infinite number, but uh, it doesn't mean they're stable or anything. So. Isn't that the element that that, like, lab 
guy or whatever, Bob Lazarus or whatever, on said that he saw stuff about in Area 51. You want to check him out? He has like a document on Netflix where he used to work for Area 51. He basically released all their secrets back in like the early 90s. And everybody thought, oh, haha, he's crazy. And then, like, he started getting sabotaged by the government and, like, he couldn't get a job anymore. And, like, all his inventions were taken away. Like, he made a jet car. Like, what the hell? And, yeah. Anyway, he's crazy cool, but, like, uh-huh. people make him out to be crazy now because he says that aliens are real and he saw them in Area 51 and that they referred to the aliens as kids. Oh, interesting. Because they were little. Ooh, that's weird. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know. I feel like I should have heard of that. If that was a, a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. No, but no, it doesn't ring a bell. Um. Yeah. With Area Fifty One, you know, I've I've come to the own personal conclusion that it probably had something there at some point. Well, now it doesn't because yeah. everybody knows about it. Yeah. That like, was the whole point. Back in the day, Area Fifty One wasn't something that people really knew about, yeah. and then once it became public knowledge, they had to move everything. So yeah. there's probably like an Area Sixty Four or something that they're keeping. Fifty Two. <laughs> Just one no, no, more. it's going to be at least a few notches up oh, higher okay. than that, and it's somewhere else. It's probably in Arizona. Area 15. Nobody thinks It's either in Arizona or in Wyoming, because nobody ever thinks about us. Well, it's probably Area 15, because uh, they'll assume that like when people are looking for Area 51, they're like, oh, wait, Area 15, am I dyslexic or something? So they're going to switch it around. <laughs> they're gonna, like, but yeah, I mean, Arizona. Wait, well, I mean, we're getting, we're getting up there, though. We've Phoenix, had a lot of stuff. Phoenix metropolitan area is... Uh, pretty big big deal yeah but nobody cares about us they care who i care no okay <laughs> <laughs> like we're not gonna get bombed so well it's a good place actually to no we are we are one of the high one number one targets in number one well yeah okay. well one, we're on the top like not top we're like a towards the top of the list of potential nuclear targeted mm, cities because we have nuclear sites here that and also i mean there's a lot of people that's why if we lived in like you know nowhere in Montana, we'd be we'd be fine. See, this is why I need to move back to my hometown. Yeah, no, but um, I don't know what was I even talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, cool. I have nothing left to say about Peru at this time. I say at this time because there's a lot of other stuff that we could go through in Peru, but I just don't have any research done on it right now. No, you're right. Do you have neither. anything more to say? No, I anything can't. Anything you need to let the people know? Um, there's a lot of corruption in Peru. Um, that's the, that's the real, that's, I mean, that too, but that's the real crime. That's the real horror. You know, corruption is keeping the third world down and we need to work past it. We need to work together. Boom. Power of friendship. You did it. Solve world. We have no Peruvian listeners, by the way. Oh. From per, like in Peru. I mean, we could have Peruvian listeners from other locations, but like they're not. Nobody in Peru has listened to us yet. So if you're from Peru and you're listening to us, thanks. Thank you. Gracias. Grazie. We're living out here for you. And ciao. Ciao, ciao. That's what they say. And I didn't actually know for the longest time that ciao is actually Italian. Yeah. It wasn't until like I, until, until basically college. <laughs> Someone told me, it was like, yeah, it's Italian. I was like, what? Because in, in South America, they, that's what they say. At least in Peru. I don't know about the other places. But I know uh, they say ciao instead of adios or hasta luego, which is what they normally say, right, in Central America. See, I told you, Spaniards were white enough to be Italian. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my name is, my last name is from Italy, so. There you go. Yeah. Italian blood. Well, 
My name's Dalton. And I'm Daniel. We're the Boo Boys. Listen to us on the same platform you're currently listening to us on. But you can also check us out on Spotify and iTunes. And honestly, there's like a million other apps too, but I don't remember what they're all called. We threw a dart at any of the podcasting platforms you could find us. We have a Patreon if you want to join and be one of our members that gets exclusive content early. Uh, Go ahead and do that too. It's just Boo Boys on the Patreon site. Shouldn't be too hard to find. Um, follow our social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter. We do have a Snapchat, but we don't have a premium Snapchat, so you know it's not worth your time. Well, bye. Ciao.